how, how many of Dave. those Oswald pieces have your uh, semen on them <laughs> at this point? No, I'll tell you what has my semen on the Elliot from Pete's oh. Dragon. It's in the epic Mickey Disney booth, and, and like this has no purpose here, but I love Elliot. Yeah. And Peach Dragon, yes, it sucks. Admittedly, it sucks in a great way, but it's a purple and green dragon named Elliot that rocks. And Warren Spector's like, hey, Chris, why don't I take it out of the case and you can put your semen on it? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to put your balls on his wings? <laughs> uh, no, and then it's like, oh, this is here, because... I'll hold them down for you. Because it inspired the boss fight in Epic Mickey that was on the show floor. It's a giant robotic Elliot from... No one's Peach Dragon. E3 laser time, that's what this is. Did you know, did any of you guys know that we said if people donated a certain amount, then we do an E3 special? Wow, I didn't know that. So we have to. All right. This is sort of the first show that people have paid for directly, so wow. no pressure, but make it a good one. Yeah. I'm Chris Antista. We have with us... Michael Raparez. Uh, Brett Elston, Harry. participating. <laughs> Dave Rudden. And the first time ever... Will Chesney. Will Chesney. So we've been making a... We sold out and made a bunch of Best Buy videos all day. Oh, hell yeah. Did you guys fun. turn on the fun? I don't know. Did I? How did I do? It's, it's on. I feel like I look like shit in those videos. Like, how are the Best Buy people I mean, not upset? No, you're beautiful. You're I a beautiful can, man. I, I had to say... Gonna come talk to me. You've been teasing this the whole time. Hey, that's up to him. He's the producer. Didn't people ask for me by name? Yes. All right. They did. and uh, Both of them. But today I was so dry mouth that like I had just started an interview... And I couldn't say Splinter Cell Blacklist without sounding hammered. <laughs> Splinter Cell Blacklist. <laughs> oh, yes. And I called uh, Rayman Legends, Rayman Origins uh, about a dozen times during that interview and was never corrected. And that <laughs> somehow has to... But it was all gushing. Gushing yeah. praise. How's everybody's E3? Pretty good so far. Pretty good? Yeah. Uh, I'm sort of losing my voice, as uh, the listeners can no doubt appreciate. Oh, let, let them hear it die on this show. Uh, okay, it's done. Oh. Dead now. How's it for you, Elson? It's your first show this as non-press, uh, right? It's my first E3, yeah, not, um, not covering the show. So I've been in there. I don't know if anyone who's been by the Capcom booth, there's this Capcom Unity like, window fishbowl kind of thing. You can look in to see a stream. call it a cell. You can see a streaming in it, and it's got a. But the cool thing is, it got its own door. Yeah. Which is a studio you walk in and out of. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's nice, and then uh, people can walk up and see us streaming. So that's kind of cool too. But that's all I've seen and done. Like I, I got like ten minutes to walk the show floor mm-hmm. that the South Hall. I haven't even seen over where Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft are. Is is there a? And I'm saying we're sandwiched in between uh, Activision and Ubi. I would. So like all three of our stuff blaring at vo- top volume is like this. Concrete's got to be cracking at some point. Yeah, it was the Black Ops Two thing alone is like raising the dead. I saw I saw your booth, and for for some reason never saw that Activision was next to you for like the first day, mm. and then today I saw it, and that Call of Duty trailer came on, and what I can only describe as a uh, seven million inch it's, widescreen television. It's like what Ben Hur wanted all along. Basically. <laughs> Jeez, yes, yes. Yeah, t- David Lean. No aspect ratio. I, I, I did. I did. I threw David Lean in there to help you out. Uh, no, yeah, that, that screen was fucking massive, and like it sucks because it's like at the Capcom booth and like oh, Lost Planet. But this, uh, why did that? There was an Angry Birds joke on the Activision thing. Did it's I not miss a something? Joke. They're they are going to be publishing an Angry Birds game on HD consoles. See, that's what I didn't know. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Because Please. there's money to be made. Yeah. Is there, there more is, than 99 cents a sale, which a lot of it will have to, like, 
fifty percent will have to go to a. Yeah, we're gonna slice up those dimes. Yeah, pretty good. yeah, exactly. It's gonna be like that that scene in a cartoon yeah. where people cut a bean in half when they run out of money. <laughs> like, why, why bother? What cartoon is that? Where uh, they did it in. Um, I need you to tell me because I know that reference. They did it on yes. Stella. When Goofy, uh, Goofy and the Cricket, Goofy and Wilbur. There it is. Uh, they yes. did that. Yes. Uh, Mickey did it with Donald and Goofy in the giant movie. Uh, okay. So, do you like being serenaded uh, by the just? Dance for. Uh, I've heard the entire shit. Just Dance for soundtrack uh, all day. So, <laughs> so, so they, 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 they've been rickrolling the show floor literally yes. like every twenty minutes. Rickrolling the show floor and uh, a lot of uh, moves like Jagger. Does, does Flo Rida come out every like? Ten, no, I haven't read Flo Rida. I was surprised no, to hear you were. T- Will was trying to get me a dance. I'm like, I'll never do it. And then like. <laughs> Wild Wild West came on. Oh like, wow! Oh man, I might yeah. wait. The Will Smith one. Or the oh movies? yeah, total Will Smith version. But they have wow. those. They have those dancers who are just dancing in the center of their booth, like in these ridiculous yeah. Dayglo outfits. And while we were standing there, like I, I, th- I think you had come along by that point. But when I was standing there with Dan Amrick, mm. we were talking, and like the music just like cut out for two seconds, and they kept dancing without missing a beat. That's no, just silence. They're robots. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, like, they're in mid-routine. Like, yeah. they have not mastered the art of junk canceling. No, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> One of the movie guys was like, they, they've this been animation doing this. frame has to finish before they can start the next. They've been doing this 18 million times today. They yeah. have, they're hearing it in their heads right now. And no, no offense to Just Dance Four because seeing the uh, like a couple kids get out there and enjoy it and how well they knew the moves and how like okay they seem to have fun. It's not for me. Yeah. But those professional dancers and total amateurs doing it. Neither of them did well. Like the screen was, it was, it's still a working game, yeah. and everybody's failing the whole time <laughs> it, in these nice choreographed dance moves. Speaking I think of, I saw an okay in there. An okay, <laughs> yeah. not bad. Not Anybody bad. seen the DMC room inside of? Uh, no, I have not. I, tomorrow is the day. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Uh, well, so here's the thing about the Capcom booth. Outside, it's just like a big, like basically Orthanc. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Like. No the, Lord of the Rings. The, the fortress. Uh, or, fortress. <laughs> <laughs> from, from Lord of the Rings. Just like this black wall. And what you have to do is, like, you, you know, you have an appointment to get behind the wall, or you uh, you can get tickets to get in line to see DMC or uh, RE6, whereas Lost Planet 3 is just out on the show floor. That's a cool ice sculpture thing going on. Mm. Big ice sculpture. But, uh, no, Orthanc was Saruman's Tower. Yeah, That's there it is. It's Saruman's mm. Tower. It just looks like a giant black obelisk thing that, like, wait, what is this? Then you go inside, and actually they're all themed areas. So RE6 is in this like shanty, oh. like TV's embedded in the wall, and it's you know looks all rustic. Write this down in a head, Will. Oh yeah, oh, I can get you guys in if you want to come what? in and check it out. Did yeah. you do that for us? Oh yeah. shit! Oh shit! Yeah, I just have to escort you in. So mm-hmm. yeah. Come around one. It's okay. a good time to do it. Okay, sweet. Or. Well, we can do this off the podcast. Can we get this? Can we <laughs> figure it out. Sure. <laughs> this will only be relevant for the next nine minutes. So, uh, I suppose. By this post, it has already happened. So, uh, but no, the DMC room true. is all done like a nightclub. So it's like, it's all like, like you're showing in the demo. Yeah, like dimly. Yeah, the demo. So it's like dimly lit with like this disco ball, and there's a pole in there with a dancer on it. But like these weird rules with the dance. So like. She's in. She's not naked, obviously, mm-hmm. and she's not topless, obviously. Mm-hmm. But she's writhing and dancing the whole time on this pole. But she has like weird, like underwear on under the suit, and then they make we. Actually, this looks weird, so put it back over the top. So now she looks vaguely like a superhero. Yeah. Kind of like a Quailman. <laughs> There's a little Quailman thing going on. Uh, gross, like a Hooters waitress. Yeah, but but yeah, it's just like it's an actually cool setup. And I'm like, man, I wish this, I wish this was visible so people mm-hmm. could see it. And when, when you're waiting in line and finally get in, it's like, okay, this is actually cool. Also, I'm happy to say, 
uh, DMC that the reaction has just been like overwhelmingly positive. Like, really? Everyone is finally... everybody shut up about the haircut? Well, the haircut has not been a point of concern for a while. All right. I mean, good. well, it has been for some people, but you know, it, like that is a, as the hot topic. It was yeah. more like gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. Mm-hmm. Is this isn't Devil May Cry? Is is isn't Devil May Cry? And uh, the game has come a long way in the last year. Mm-hmm. It's and diverging in the right ways, I think. Like I, that stage, that uh, that would be out of place in the original. Oh, for sure. For it's a totally different take but on. It, it's awesome. It's a totally different take on, on Devil May Cry, but uh, Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory, Jesus. Very close with Japan. Like mm-hmm. Japan is not just sitting there going, "Make whatever you want." Like Japan is it, 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 impressing on them heavily why canceling is important. Why. Mm. Frame data is important. Why, like this yeah. move has to lead into this move has to be able to cancel out wow. into this move. Like that's all very important. That's and that's fascinating, what, actually. That, that's what makes Devil May Cry Devil May Cry. Like oh. combos, combos, experimentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a bunch of canned stuff that you can only do four different things. Wow. Uh, a lot of experimentation and improv, and everyone who's playing it and spends the time and dissects what's going on there. It's like, oh, this is totally Devil May Cry. Period. I guess I can see people when I think about Ninja Theory's other games, which I fuck. Which I love, like uh, yeah, yeah. Heavenly Sword and Enslaved. There, there is a, a Western mentality to the combat where everything leads to everything, yeah. and uh, there's really no failing with it. Yeah, I had uh, we had a couple good um, kind of unplanned endorsements. I ran into Maximilian from uh, Online Warrior. Mm-hmm. You know, he does the Assist Me videos uh, for Marvel's Capcom, and mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, uh, did stuff for Cross Tekken, and uh, then you know he's obviously big. Eyeball on combat, like he's mm-hmm. going to dissect that stuff, and he just kind of, you know, in lieu of nothing, just was like, "Dude, DMC looks sick. That combat is great. I can't wait to like dig into it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mess around with it. It seems like a lot going on. <laughs> I, I want to see what's going on. And, and I'm watching Michael pour Jack into a Stella, and it's really confusing. Yum. It's delicious. I can't be. Um, but but yeah, and then also. Um, <laughs> Just the, uh, Ruben Langdon, the voice. I was uh, going to say that's that's the same thing came from none other than Dante himself. Uh, yeah, the the voice actor and mocap for <laughs> for Dante in Devil May Cry three and four. Mm-hmm. Also the voice of Ken Masters in Street Fighter four, and he looks exactly like Ken. So he's got the blonde hair, and he came to the door in a red shirt. I'm like like. Knock knock, and I'm like, like almost like childlike, like kids at the door. Like if I was a kid, I would have freaked out. I, but it was, you know, and just he just happens to look just like him. So mm-hmm. this is the guy who embodied literally Dante, mm-hmm. Devil May Cry three and four, uh, and he was he just came on our stream like no prompting, did not mm-hmm. run this bias, did not ask, just like dude, I people been asking me on Facebook, Twitter, you know, what do I think of it? I'm not involved, obviously. What mm-hmm. do I think? And he's like, everybody, stop worrying. Like, yeah. you don't have to worry about this anymore. This game is awesome. I just spent thirty minutes playing the same level over and over again. Like, combat's wow. there. The game is totally Devil May Cry. You don't have to worry about it. So, like, hearing that, hearing that, and then mm. obviously pro- positive press has made me, you know, because I came into it. You know, I went to Capcom when there was a lot of a lot of salt in the air. There was mm-hmm. a lot of various games for various reasons. That's all the stuff of Legends now. Why um, you? Right. That cuts me in ways I don't. No one will ever appreciate. But. uh yeah, that derailed me. But I'm sorry, uh, Devil but no, May Cry. But no, that's Devil May Cry. You know, com- coming into a campaign at mid-game where it's like everyone's well, people thought their franchise was being ruined. Yeah, like and having to explain it, but also like we couldn't, we didn't have anything to rely on. It was yeah. like, well, we haven't shown you gameplay. We yeah. haven't put it in people's hands. All we can do is keep telling you it's good. Well, do you believe them? Of course they're going. Of course we're going to say it's good. But that's... then after Captivate, people got to actually yeah. play it. So 
It's like a no. huge sigh of relief to have it out there and be like, okay, response is good. And there's some stuff that's not totally finalized. Like, the HUD isn't totally done. People are like, the HUD looks like crap. Mm-hmm. Well, the game doesn't come out for like seven months, so... Yeah. You, should, th- you should put in an, an unlockable uh, white wig. Mm-hmm. Like, after they finish the first level. And you just, will see... Actually, it comes with an achievement. It's like, here demo, you go, you baby. Yeah. You will see a white wig. In the demo that I, uh, I, mm-hmm. I watched... You know, I already said the stage. I love that it's very imaginative, very trippy. Mm-hmm. But when you when they when they started Devil Trigger, yeah, yeah, he, uh, the Dante he. In oh the, yeah, in Devil, the game, he takes on the oh the, Devil Trigger, yeah, yeah. So he's got you, white hair and a red. Once coat. you build up the meter, oh. you activate Devil Trigger, which you know classically in Devil May Cry <clears> did different things depending on which game you were in. But in this game, Dante actually goes you know the equivalent of you know it's Devil Trigger, so he. You know, rises up in the air, all the enemies, boom, thrown up in the air, everything mm-hmm. goes black and white, Dante's hair turns white, Ooh. his coat turns bright red, and he yeah. looks like, you know, classic Dante. And everything, you know, more damage you deal, you get more health back, and you deal more damage. So, a, a, a nod, but yeah. there's also a reason why. Yeah. So, that, you know, it's it's not just there. Because Ninja Theory just Yum. typically doesn't do stuff, because they actually put effort in the story and the presentation and stuff. Yeah, so. that, the, devel- the developer was very cool coy when I asked about that, but they were like, there is something behind that. Yeah, there's, so, there's a reason why, but yeah. it's nonetheless, it's also kind of a shout out to, you know, we're not, mm-hmm. you know, let's not pretend this never happened. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> well, if, you know, if that's you, how people, you know, some yeah. people will just interpret that way, like, oh, you're rebooting it, so everything, no, it doesn't matter? That, no, yeah. absolutely not. I just, it all I it just never mattered to begin with, because it's all fictitious. <laughs> I, Michael, if you, if you deploy... Yes, grandmother. Yeah, Michael's, Michael's playing robots advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's all fictional. Well, it is. You're wasting your precious No, but it's like the, sack. the same way people bitched about a, uh, Wind Waker, which was just a yeah. different take on an established franchise, mm-hmm. which didn't end up defining the entire series throughout the end of time, yeah. but just... It's an inter- interesting new take on yeah. things. I and I mean, Michael, you, know, like you did a lot of stuff for DMC4, and we were in the press yeah. at the time, and the mm-hmm. response was like, this was a good game, but it, it didn't but, have the same impact as two as yeah. 3. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's yeah. just like, it, it's one of those crucial moments. It's just like with Resident Evil. It's like, yeah, you could make a new Resident Evil that's like 3 and Veronica, mm-hmm. but instead we got 4, which took Resident Evil yeah. to this whole other plane. And Devil May Cry was kind of in that same place. You had... You had one, you had two to the lesser extent, so what do you and then you have three, which is just this like crowning achievement, and then you have four, yeah. which is like, here's a little bit more slightly remixed take yeah, on it. We mm-hmm. kind of ran out of ideas halfway through, so yeah. we had to backtrack through the rest of the game. Like you mm-hmm. reviewed it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So, it, it, you had that crucial moment where it's like, do you do DMC5? Mm-hmm. And this is like, this is not like the internal, actual thought process. This is me like looking yeah. at from the outside in as press, and then also having been there now for like six, seven months to think like... You're at, it's like an RE4 situation where you're like, you need to do something. You, the, the, the series has to keep has to keep evolving and keep fresh, but then still be true to what it is, and that's what you'll find when you play the game. It's like, this gameplay is fucking cool. Is it any different being at E3 as non-press because you have covered several trade shows mm. as Capcom? Is it any different with E3 being on the other side well, this time? Yeah, I don't have to walk all over the show floor. People, come, people talk that's to it. me. Like you don't, is, do you not miss? Do you miss walking on I mean, the I show miss, floor? I miss, it's, it, it is weird in the sense like I have no idea what happened. Like, yeah. People are like, oh, did you see Warface? And I laugh like, yeah, right. What? Oh, that's an actual game? It is. Yeah, Warface is the game. But people then are like, Halo 4 looks like Metroid, right? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then and and they there's this thing called Watch Dogs. You mean Sleeping Dogs? No, nope. stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Watch Dogs is right next to Sleeping Dogs. It's hilarious. I know. Yeah. Dogs, you can, you can dogs, see it from your booth. Dogs like both. everywhere. 
Dog Police. Dog, Dog, Dog Police. <laughs> oh, uh, fun piece of news, laser time related. What? So we did the 17th Precinct, the TV pilots episode? Yes. My source has given me three more discs. Has he really? Of, mm. of stuff. Unaired pilots? Unaired pilots. Sweet. Um, so we have fodder for something else. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't even watched Lipshit Saves the World where Leslie Nielsen plays a magical genie. That might be oh it. God. Oh yeah? I think that's one of them. Okay, great. Uh, like I, I just haven't even popped that in yet. <laughs> he, plays a, he plays a magical genie called Leslie Nielsen who always wears a tuxedo and coaches a young pubescent boy through life. So Spy Hard? And teaches him how to party. Uh, I the, think I the think the ripe old age of seven. Okay. <laughs> the ripe old age of dead. Mm. But, uh, oh, oh and I'm sorry. Wait, we should go through the press conferences though, because like I, I felt out of the loop because I was in the air when the Microsoft press conference was going on. So say say like what you think the best things were and the worst things were. And Michael, you can have Sony. Uh, wait, uh, hold on. Let they right. go Xbox yeah, first. Have okay. Order. Well, best is that the, I, it's the first one. So they the, they have kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. An unenviable position of having to set the the bar. Well, for they've done a else. really good job. Of yeah, but this year I've heard that they haven't so much. I've only been you know cursorily been paying attention to Nintendo mm-hmm. and Sony, but like I, I do give Microsoft credit in that they found the right balance of uh, showing hardcore games, showing Kinect games, and trotting and, out celebrities, and trotting out celebrities. They really did. They slash found- pimping their media suite. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I thought the games that they showed... I mean, they had to have mm-hmm. Call of Duty. I'm kind of glad they put it last, because it's, cl- it's a crowd pleaser, but I, know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really need to see that beginning, because it's going to... The last couple of years of that yeah. conference was like, and one last thing. Yeah. Oh, the I, biggest game you already knew was coming is coming out. In the yeah. Huh? Come yeah. on. What a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 the gameplay demos weren't super solid. I liked Halo 4. Sure. Not I, which so I much. I'm seeing tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it, it is very Metroid Prime-y, which if you're going to start taking, like, tabs from other shooters, that's one to, to go with. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit disappointed they didn't show Gears of War. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm hoping, personally, that they let people can fly who did Bulletstorm, mm-hmm. which was one of my favorite games of yeah. last year. If they allow them to put some of their personality into Gears of War, mm-hmm. that will be the best thing. Did they, they show it though at the like, media night? They did. They showed multiplayer, which okay. is not really you can't really, yeah. you know, judge how the campaign's going to be. And if they're going to try anything out experimentally, gameplay wise, they could be saving it for single player, and it's which a, I'm hoping they do. And it's a prequel, which I'm I'm a yeah. big Gears fan, so it just. Man, you say prequel, and it's always like letting the air out of the balloon just a little bit. Yeah. Oh. I like if they awesome. if Coltrane had like a a diminutive, diminutive nickname in advance of Coltrane. Like he has Ooh. to lead up like Cold Trolley. Cold or, Trolley. <laughs> or Cold Jalopy. I don't know. But uh, Cold <laughs> um, you know the other stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I what I haven't seen, and I, I just heard that this happened, is that. Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone came out that to was, talk about South Park. That was awesome. And I like that they took the wind out of all of the media announcements. Mm-hmm. Like, they came on and they were like, what if you could play a game on your iPhone, transfer it to your Xbox, save it and put it on your PC, and play it from your fridge? And I just thought, like, that was... At that point, everyone was so just, like, sick of... Over preparedness, whatever. I don't even know what it's called. And I was there. Smart, smart class. class. I like. I like. And to say, say, I like the idea of 
controlling my uh, dashboard through my cell phone. No, me too. Because I hate doing it on my controller. Oh yeah, I it's hate... real hard. No, but you could be. It could be yeah. more convenient. It, it's how? become cumbersome. I don't get how it's going to be more convenient. Because though, you because have seven layers of yeah. things now that I don't even use. On right, my but it's feet. like cable. I use two of those slides. Mm. The rest of them I don't touch. I don't yeah. know. I get really irritated like when I have to do it. But cable. you're going to have to pick up the controller anyway to interact with whatever comes up on that screen. Well, if you're point. loading up Netflix. Yeah. I hate I hate watching TV. Like, did, you, did you fuck around with Wii U at all uh, this time? This time around? And like the Wii U has almost nothing to offer except for the fastest way to go through very large portions of your inventory. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Like it, I don't know if that's going to justify me buying a brand new system just so I can put on the right cape. I'm kind of but, wondering uh, what they'll do for Mass Effect 3 because it's like, I, so I, I won't have a curious. save for one or two. So hmm. here's the end of the story. Well, they had that thing on PC that would probably break your heart to see the boxes you can check just to recreate your own experience. I mean, well, they're all binary choices ultimately. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So you can get this weird uh, result in three. It's for PS3 owners who felt too burdened with just having two. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to start at the very end. Did you say the best of the press conference? What was the best of the... Uh, wow. I mean, I, I like pay, uh, the South Park guy's appearance. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Um, golly. Are you ESPN all day, all night? Uh, I mean, I'm not a much of a sports guy, but I like I that know. they have... They have that, they have NHL like and NBA. They have the trifecta of the sports that I care about. I hate yeah. football, so the other sports. I just can't believe they're still sticking to that, like, you have to be a cable subscriber. And then what? Really? I, for, I tur- for ML? For ESPN. Oh, yeah. At least. Well, fuck that. Yeah, but I know, but it's yeah. still like, a, a, you have to be a cable subscriber, so you want me to turn on my TV and bypass cable and then load up my 360 yeah. and pull these shows to the internet yeah. that are already going into my television. Yeah. I'm just ignoring. Yeah. I mean, but just like, for me personally, mm-hmm. I'm like a... Uh, uh, relocated, like I'm from New York, so mm. I can't ever watch New York sports sure. things. That's nice. And here, and if I was in New York, I would have to have the cable. I would have to have cable, but I I can subscribe to the ML, MLB, NHL, and NBA on that. Watch every game that I want I, at any at any time. You know, I'm it, still upset it, about. There's even a website now for HBO. Uh, take my money, HBO Go. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Like. Well, yeah, I would do it tomorrow. Yeah. I, I like, wanted. I always. I canceled to... cable like three years yeah. ago, and it's like I will never give money to a cable company. I wanted to live in a world where I, a, I pay no, somebody never. five dollars to subscribe to your channel or ten dollars to your channel network, yeah. and I can just avoid all this other stuff. Yeah. What like, what, what is it, Fuse? I never have to know. Yeah. yeah. I never have to know what Fuse is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's the kind of thing where it's like. You all know this is going to change and going to yep. happen. You're just going to fight tooth and nail every step of the way until finally I just buy HBO Go without having to go through. Like, it's going to happen yeah. because yeah. the subscription rates for cable are going to drop yeah. every year. There's too many entertainment options to justify 400 cable channels anymore. Is that- Nickelodeon the same parent company as HBO? <clears throat> no. Okay, so they might actually let you just subscribe through Xbox. That would be pretty cool. Nick- Nickelodeon is one of the apps on there, isn't it? It, it is. It, That's yeah. one of the ones they announced at the press conference. Yeah. That, that- and I'm like, if you have like the entire archive oh God. of Nickelodeon... Oh, God. Nicktoons... Angry like, Beavers, a little bit of Doug. I I, I quit at uh, Aureal Monsters, so... Sorry, I, I, I punched that around there. Maybe a little Hey Arnold. A little. Yeah. Just, little, wait, you Twittered something... <laughs> this is so... Speaking of E3, you Twittered a picture of Simpsons Magazine. Yes, I did. <laughs> Recently. I was, was home over Memorial Day weekend, and I, as, I, <laughs> as I do, every time I go home, I just start flipping through old stuff I have in my house, and I find different shit every time. And this time, all I did was move one stack of stuff that's been there since I moved in 2005, mm-hmm. and just go like, 
two copies of Simpsons Illustrated from 1991. <laughs> and uh, just that that picture. Oh my god! Reagan's the Reagan standing with. Uh, it seems like almost a cruel joke that like back when they were controversial that someone pushed that Alzheimer's ridden idiot <laughs> into the picture frame with the Simpsons. So we're still like like lightning rods for controversy. Yeah, are these were. popular? Okay, <laughs> but this is also like what was it? Who said it was it George Bush? Yeah, yeah George Bush. That said, when people should be more like the Waltons and less like the less Simpsons. like the Simpsons. Meanwhile, okay, well, <coughs> half the country hates you now because you're yeah. clearly out of touch and don't get it. But whatever. <laughs> also, yeah. no new taxes. Remember that, guys. Yeah, Remember the country that? hates you because you make stupid kids and your wife looks like your mother. Well, I wasn't going to go that far. I'm sorry. I'm, this is a controversial show. We, we controversial did get the, show. the George Bush episode of The Simpsons out of the whole deal. That, yes. is, <laughs> yeah, that is the best thing. Uh, yeah. I just got a text message, uh, Carolyn, saying, watching the news, this is totally off topic, but apparently tombstones from the 1800s are washing up on ocean beaches. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> they, they were used to form the seawall back way back when. Which is basically means Ghostbusters 2 is coming true. <laughs> nice! The Titanic nice. just arrived. <laughs> or we're living on a poltergeist desk in That Green explains Barry. why the future building was cursed. Does it? I thought it was that it was built on a landfill and there's methane slowly leaking up. And well, there's that, but floors. it was also populated with ghosts. Oh, okay. Um, and that's why see. all of the equipment breaks on Friday at 5pm when IT goes home. <laughs> Um, I did see a baby a... stroller going down the stairs at three, which was a little bit. That actually made my toes curl. Yeah, because I'm thinking <laughs> that scene where they pick up Oscar, and that's a really frightening. That, that comes out of the clouds. Me. That bothers me. Actually, that scene. A bit. I mean, think if you look at the window right now. I actually, and I know whoa. you won't turn around and look at the window. I got fucking chills. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Do love that scene. Holy shit! Okay, Michael, the uh, Sony press. Wow, conference. I really Finally. hate that you asshole. Finally, my turn. Yay. Sony press conference. So, best part or worst part first. Uh, the worst part. Um, well, the worst part. Uh, it's kind of tempting to say Wonderbook, but you know that's not really something that's for. Do you think that's us. unfair? I believe it's Wonderbook because I know, I know it was boring that we had to look like. Okay, we get it, and they go through five minutes of spiel, but like at least, I understand why you need to express to people what this does because this is new and we've never seen it before. What is Wonderbook? Wonder. It is basically a uh, little. Like QR pad that you hold up in front of the PlayStation Eye, and if you stare at it on your screen, it looks like you're holding up a moving storybook filled with magical bullshit. And they well, they use the Harry Potter spell book, so you can create uh, spells that that changes things that happen in the book. Yeah. But you see yourself on TV with things basically flying out of your lap. That's one of the first ejaculating from your lap. Co-created by J.K. Rowling, and yeah, you can use the move wand as a magic wand, and it superimposes a magic wand. But it was kind of not working right. So there was that moment where that woman had to do like the same spell like five yeah. times. Make a Fantastic Four logo. I could have yeah, just said yeah, a yeah. four. Why did I say that? Some kind of geek cred. <clears throat> Uh, but I was I was actually pleasantly surprised by the Sony press conference. I me didn't too. Think they went into the usual pitfalls of uh, we're going to spend the first half hour talking about how great our hardware is doing and how great Blu-ray and video on demand services are. Oh, and I, what I have noticed as a tradition, uh, but here we're here to celebrate what's really important to Sony, the gamers. Mm-hmm. And they wait for applause that like if we don't <coughs> applaud, he won't get to the next sentence. Yeah. Yay, us, I think. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we but got here. I, I was kind of disappointed they didn't really spend a lot of time on Vita, mm-hmm. because there there is a lot of interesting stuff that's coming to that platform, and it, it is has been underrepresented. Mm-hmm. I thought they, they, well, I mean, 
They did announce an exclusive, well... Yeah, well, that, exclusive. That, that gets to the best part, which mm-hmm. is, for me, uh, the Assassin's Creed yeah. portion of yeah. the press conference where they showed off some part that I imagine will be later in the storyline where mm-hmm. Connor, the main character, is a <clears throat> ship captain and, like, in full regalia with the big hat and everything, and you get to steer this ship around these Caribbean islands and uh, fight uh, several British warships with cannons. Yeah. And it's really cool. This and is the same game as the American Revolution? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, dude, they brought, Will and I saw it behind oh closed God. doors today, and, like, I, I don't even know why they work so hard to add something. that You know that that's not how you'll travel from city to city. No. It'll, be, it, it, it'll probably be somewhat optional, but it's like you get to... Literally control a ship and a, cr- a crew. I don't think it'll be optional. I think it'll be sure. Like, you know, one interspersed delicately throughout mm-hmm. because I, I or mean, there'll be a section where like, oh, this is set in the Caribbean. This mm. is how you get around that area. But the other big announcement, which was a total surprise, is that we're getting another Assassin's Creed Three game yes. uh, for Vita, and it actually looks really good. Yeah, dude. Like, and and it's the first one. Like the the last uh, several. Assassin's Creed handheld games, which haven't been very good, were developed by outside studios mm-hmm. like Gryptonite and Gameloft. Why would you name your uh, studio Gryptonite? <laughs> Gryptonite. Gryptonite. Oh my god. Which went on to do Shinobi 3DS. Mm-hmm. But uh, the it's being developed internally by Ubisoft Sophia, um, mm-hmm. and it's with a, a female protagonist in New Orleans, and uh, it's going to use roughly the same engine. It's going to have you know the Outdoorsy, you can climb on trees and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do they say mostly New Orleans? It, it, it is location? New Orleans. Just all New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Oh, and, wow. and there'll be like mm-hmm. wilderness areas like out in the bottom. No, no, yeah, Louisiana is like a. The opportunity for overwrought accents are yeah. just. They're <laughs> like teeming in that. that there may be gators at some point. Oh, my say. God. Yeah. The French doing a <laughs> New Orleans. Uh, it's going to be yeah. good. The, the protagonist is uh, is half French, half African descent, and uh, <laughs> and she's going to be fighting the Spanish. Oh no! <laughs> with the Spanish with will their, be villains with perfect Castilian accents and with their rickety wooden ships. Yes. Show up to fight America with wooden ships. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a reference to something? The Spanish American War. Uh, yeah, <laughs> history, Michael. <laughs> The one where you show off your three thousand year old boats and it's like, yeah, hey, man, invented, thought you could beat America. Hey, we invented metal. Guys. We're out here practicing. George Washington's practically <laughs> shitting battleships. <laughs> Chris, can you do a Michael's dad impression? The fans are paying for it. Uh, what did I do? Like, it was basically Bumblebee Man from yeah, the Simpsons. Well, let, let me set a stage for you. So, so let's say Michael has posted a preview about Assassin's Creed. What's the subtitle? Uh, liberation. Liberation. See. And you're, you are now, your father has seen this, mm-hmm. and he's seen the screenshots, and he's mm-hmm. none too pleased about the perception of uh, the Spanish. And also doesn't think they should have got in that war in the first place. <laughs> um, but, uh, Chris, how would his father Ay, 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 my people! My son! <laughs> my son better not give a decent DA! <laughs> That's ten in Spanish. I'll, uh, sub- I'll subtitle it and post. I uh, it was a DS. <laughs> DS, like, a DAs. I don't know DS port. Oh, wow. Oh, God, that's even worse. I think I was doing French. I, was doing I don't French. even remember doing Isn't that our last podcast? It was the last like, podcast, and it's um, beautiful. I accidentally did Mr. Mr. Aparas, who I've, I've met as Bumbled Me Man. <laughs> you know, sounds nothing like Yes, yes I yeah, know. Yeah, it, was, it was good. 
I'm ashamed of myself. It makes Brett laugh. But it's, the Assassin's Creed I stuff, yes, I saw. Of I, saw <laughs> I actually saw it played on Wii U today. Well, the fact that you did it after you okay. hit yourself in the eye running out to play Camp Deadly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got look. hit in the eye with rebar or something. We're yeah. referencing was, a show that was, is not I ours. I was running out to see uh, where lightning had struck, a tree, and I jumped over a concrete block, and I didn't realize it was a support for this, like, rebar... Um, Arbor, and and just smacked like right under my eye on this uh, bar flying through the air, and ended up spending the rest of that day on my back playing Simpsons Escape from Camp Deadly <laughs> on my cousin's Game Boy. With what kind of batteries? I want to get this really specific. Um, triple A, double A. Costco Energizers. <laughs> they didn't have Costco's in Spain, circa. <laughs> it's El Costco. Yeah. La Costco. <laughs> Enerheiser. Jesus, why do we derail the Assassin's Creed? That's like my favorite thing I saw today. It was, it was, and I saw it on Wii U, which I was still really surprised. I feel, I can't believe they're even showing stuff on that. And I can't. I'm, I feel bad for liking so much of at the last press conference I went to mm-hmm. was Ubisoft, and I like that they're like diving in headfirst into Wii U. Well, that's they. I, I think it. Tweeted something to that effect that they're they I don't know why but they've all, they've embraced every weird controller yes and they always have they're the only ones who make really the only AAA publisher who makes yeah. exclusive <laughs> games for all the weird controllers they make a uh, Red Steel mm-hmm. uh, Red Steel Two is really good Child of Eden yeah they're they're always willing to take a risk I don't yeah. know why that is and I mean like even with the uh, Rayman it wasn't particularly like. Oh, groundbreaking! But it's like something fun another person can do that's slightly different. Tr- like it's I, very rhythm based, and I like that. Trying to say that very nicely in our inter- interview that like, oh, this is what my girlfriend can do while I'm playing. Yeah. And and it was when well, she's oh, wait, done wait. cooking, she can come in and play this game. No, it's just that like some of the Wii games we played, like I'll play Galaxy, and she'll collect the star stuff that I earn, yeah, yeah. or like pull bosses away from me, but doesn't have to be. She doesn't game, so she yeah. doesn't. We can still play together, but she doesn't have to be reliant on things that hurt her feelings. Or yeah, yeah. so you're verifying girlfriend, ex girlfriend. Jesus, all right, careful. <laughs> She's probably listening. Now you're making. But it was weird. We playing Rayman Origins with that. I was playing uh, Murphy the Frog. Again, you call it Rayman Origins. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I'm never. And gonna... I still didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Will. Yeah, but uh, that, see, that, that's the thing with the Wii U is seeing Assassin's Creed running on it. It's yeah. like, I kind of get the feeling like this is going to be um, to current, like the, the PS3 and the 360, what Wii was to Xbox and PS2. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the going to be the best possible iteration of this generation of hardware. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not <laughs> going to be a, a, a leap forward, but it is going to be, I think, slightly crisper, mm-hmm. slightly better mm-hmm. performance, more RAM, stuff like that. I can't. I don't. I don't have the figures. I don't either. That, but. but that's what's weird. Like a, I said it in our Best Buy video. I wish it I was trying to make a joke, but uh, it, that the controller is more famous than the system. We have no idea what that thing even looks like. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's like a But it's always like it's literally yeah. obscured, it's by, obscured the by the controller. Yeah. And they're always like, that's a prototype, but this is what we really care about, yeah. the gamepad. It'll look like this. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, we don't we don't know the guts. And it, it reminds me of the early days of the Wii, the PS2 and Wii ports, where the Wii port was slightly prettier and added a bunch of Idiotic, forgettable mini games, mm-hmm. and so right now, like we only saw Batman Armored Edition, which, uh, from what I saw and what I hear, it's impossible to control the Batarang 
using the gyroscope, and then it's just it's a good inventory menu. Yeah, I, th I think we watched someone try to throw the batarang about 150 times. Yeah, yeah. Just, like standing there watching. We were we were filming it and like and over again. Because we didn't use any of that footage. I don't think. Because I had to act excited and be like, "You gotta see this, guys! Like you can control the batarang with the, I'm Harry Carey. <laughs> you control the batarang with the thing, and like, and we just sat there and filmed like 70 times to see if this guy could maybe not hit the fluorescent lights above and the switch across the room. Couldn't, and then and, and, and then I and then people came back to the room like, could anybody do that? No, 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 nobody could do it. And like, I can do it on my iPhone because that's in the Batman game. And the inventory stuff is nice. The Assassin's Creed stuff is cool, only because like I'm for some reason in that game alone, like a giant treasure hunter hoarder. I got to get like every, got to buy all the maps, get all the diamonds. Well, it's one of the game. It's it's a game I think that makes it much more fun. Than yeah, of other games do. Yeah. And, and so, like, at, you're playing on the Wii U, you look down, instead of, like, having to even open up your map or check a waypoint, your whole map is in your in your lap. And you can see everything, every direction you're going and where everything is. And, like, when I'm, when I'm hunting in Assassin's Creed, like, that seems like it'd be fucking rad. Yeah. 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 So that's a new, uh, a new gameplay mechanic we're seeing, is, is uh, hunting, you know, the ability to shoot animals with a bow and arrow. And yeah. Skin them messily. Wait, wait can I transition that into Far Cry 3? <laughs> Well, I was going to transition in in a Tomb Raider. Oh, well, you were still talking about Sony. Yeah, um, I guess the other best thing would be Last of Us. Dude. Which is pretty fucking incredible. Uh, I don't... Did people see... Can you see that trailer outside of the stream, or that, that demo outside of the, outside of the uh, press not, conference stream? I'm not sure. Um, there's Somebody's probably isolated on YouTube. I know it's... it's right, Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's the thing is, I saw a, a closed-door demo uh -huh. uh, today, Ooh. and, um, I mean, this, this information's embargoed until Thursday, so I'm guessing this is going to go up after Thursday. What's today? Uh, Wednesday? So yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. Edit that this, this podcast was recorded right before it went out. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they, showed off, they showed off a, like one thing in in the uh, press conference demo where like the main characters Joel and Ellie they're sneaking through this hotel and then they come across this group of uh, these hunter guys and they just start attacking like they they choke one out use them as a human shield start <laughs> shooting the other ones uh, bashing them in the face with a brick or whatever. And this time around, they showed us the same scene, but instead of attacking them, uh, Joel like, throws a bottle into this one room to make a noise to draw them into there, and then he just sneaks around them, Okay. Uh, chokes one of them out, uh, keeps sneaking like through this hallway as they're moving through it, and goes up to the third floor, or, or then the next floor, and... Um, then, like, there's another group of hunters that come out, and he deals with them in a completely different way. Yeah. I don't know, do we even see a second floor in the demo? <clears throat> no. Yeah. Not, not in the press conference. Yeah. But this, yeah, this was much more, and, and you know, there's, uh, one thing that they said was, there's, you know, you can sneak right past them if that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. the, uh, there's really strong stealth in the game. And the thing is, it's not like other stealth games where they'll see you and... If you can just stay out of sight for long enough, they'll decide you went away and forget about you. That they will continue searching for you if they have seen you. And uh, yeah, so we were talking not, not like Metal Gear. We're like, oh, I guess it was just the wind. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, must have gone away. <laughs> must have oh, well. got away. Better turn my back to this box that wasn't here what? a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I'm, thank you for clarifying. Like I couldn't really get a good sense. Are these? They're not zombies. 
Mm-hmm. Are they cannibals, like in the road? <clears throat> well, those aren't zombies. There mm-hmm. are zombies in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, who are like these humans who've been overtaken by this weird mutant fungus. Mm-hmm. And they look really gross. They're like, you know, just covered in fungus and bumps and <clears throat> mushrooms and shit. That's but, awesome. um, yeah. Just that, la- that last moment of... I-, I was trying to break it down why it was... You knock a guy to the ground and he begs for his life. Hmm. And he didn't really beg for his life. He just like, like held up a hand and like, no, 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 and no, 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 please. And then the, that, but all games do that. And like, then they take you out of control. Mm-hmm. And the guy puts the gun down. But then like the reticle stays there the whole time. And it's two basic parentheses with that his head is in between. The <laughs> demo just ends with him blowing this guy's head off after yeah. he says, please don't. And that, that's one thing that like kind of. <clears throat> Trouble me, it's like, wait, how do we know these guys are even hostile? Like, that, you're just that's... attacking them. And what they explain is that, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's kind of a very, the road plot. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the world 20 years after this cataclysm, this epidemic mm-hmm. that destroyed civilization. And uh, so these two people, Joel and Ellie, are trying to get across the country, leaving the New York quarantine zone for the West Coast where there isn't a quarantine. Mm-hmm. And so at one point they get a car... They find a car, they're getting across uh, the country, and they're ambushed by this group of hunters, and these hunters are described as like, these are like really subsistence level, survival oriented people, they don't care about rebuilding civilization, they don't care about helping anyone else, they just want to kill you for like... I want to eat tonight. Yeah, the bullets, or the shoes that you have that maybe are better treaded than theirs, or anything that they can use to survive for, you know, another day. So and, and these are the people that you're up against. These mm-hmm. crazy ass hobos. <laughs> crazy ass hobos. Mm-hmm. Put it on the box. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, the violence is really impressive. It's really brutal. Uh, yeah. A lot of it's like, you know people being smashed in the face with bricks. And, well, that's and what, when I saw that the person who did that was the daughter. And like thinking back to Enslaved, which probably did it the best, where you have. He's not actually his daughter. <clears throat> oh, okay. Which is another thing that you know they develop a father daughter relationship. Sure. But it, it's sort of like Enslaved, where they're just sort of paired together in extraordinary circumstances. Yes, and, and better off together than they are alone, mm-hmm. forced to work together. And then and I, I do like that they didn't... Enslaved did it the best, but usually when you meet up with a female companion, she's never armed. She has to crawl through her tunnel to pull a switch. Mm-hmm. Or uh, has to be kept... People have to be kept away from her. And then she comes in and saves the day by beating the guy with a brick. Yeah, well, that's, and, that's one of the things that they said... Um, she will be self-sufficient. This won't be a babysitting mission. Yeah. That, you know, she will do things like uh, distract a guy by yelling, hey, asshole, and throwing something at him. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, one of them will, will grab Joel, the, the guy, and, and she'll, like, run up behind with a butterfly knife and start stabbing him. Um, <laughs> but that she, she, I mean, she does help with puzzles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you give her a boost up to this area and she'll, like, push down a ladder for you. But that, you know, she, she does kind of operate autonomously. You're not giving her orders. Sure. And, you know, she has the sense to say, you know, not run out in the middle of things while you're fighting. Yeah. But she's not a screeching damsel. No. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, she's, she's smart, even despite the fact that she's like... I mean, that's really awesome you know, to what, know. 14 because, years old. Yeah, it's just awesome to know because, you know, clearly you're going to be spending a lot of time with her. Mm-hmm. And both of your safety is going to be really important. Well, that was a so- <clears throat> Sony press conference. Uh, Alston, draw you back in. Can you yes. talk about... <laughs> can you talk about your Nintendo thoughts? Not really. <laughs> okay. I will say the best of the conference. You and I sat next to each other, and I've discovered I've discovered what I discovered too late in, in my career in games to do is just trolling those press conferences the whole time making yes. jokes. Mm-hmm. 
and it was immensely fun. Like some of the most fun I had was every clip. And same thing with Sony and Microsoft. They just—I mean—they're easy targets because they're you know they got to put on a presentation. Sure. So, uh, and that's always tough. What is happening? What the fuck? <laughs> he just hit his face on some rebuttal. No, but this is like a omnidirectional mic. We're hearing all here. Let's just do this one in front of the microphone. There we go. Well, let's get this. Yeah. Yeah. How about a little bit of that? All right. Any more fault with Foley work? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me just no. let me walk over here and see what I'm doing. No, the Nintendo press conference. I was. The, the, go ahead. You were. Fit, no, you just were, like I just love making the jokes at their expense back and forth to each other. But it's like I I, see, you know I, I can't really do that on a podcast outwardly anymore because it. That was, I wasn't even playing favorites. It was just like man, I forgot. That's something I'll miss from be- leaving press is this ability to make those jokes on Yeah, because I'm, I'm actually like not... What do you think, Will? I'm not here as press. I'm here to help Best Buy make a video. So like I kept my cynical tweets away oh, I because did. I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. And, I mean, and then I, I'm looking at it and I'm looking at all my friends at like the outlets that used to be stuck up. Yeah. IGN, GameSpot, just... Man, ah, look at this bullshit. I know, it's like, yeah. that's what we did three years shit, ago. Shit, shit. I just, I mean... I'm, you were the guys who were reporting this like it was actual news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just super fun. And just things like that punk rock album that was on this show. <laughs> it's like, dude... Wait, I was trying to describe that to Michael. Let me see if I can recreate it. It was for Scribblenauts Unlimited, yeah. who after talking about how they blew the lid off of the Scribblenauts uh, franchise by adding adjectives in the last game, mm-hmm. uh, showcased the Wii U controller... And the guy's like, now nah, you can draw whatever the fuck you want with your finger in the control. Draws a dog with wheels. Yeah. And you can take that and you can send it over to your friend. And the woman in, in her house looks over at her shelf, on a shelf holding one <clears throat> vinyl album. That's just labeled punk rock. Yes, that's just called punk rock. <laughs> yeah. She draws a mohawk on the dog. Yeah. And either you tweeted or somebody else. Yeah, like, I, I tweeted, uh, man, punk rock is my favorite album. <laughs> and then somebody replied, man, I liked punk rock before they were in the Nintendo press conference. <laughs> the the, the yeah. album is so fucking silly. Like, it, yeah, just, it's so uh, silly just because it's clearly one of those like Wii, set-dressed Wii sets yeah. with like yeah. oh, a total white background with like two pieces of Ikea furniture <laughs> and whatever we need to convey this point. Yeah. So there's like a tiny plant in an album called Punk Rock. Apparently the only thing this woman finds sacred <laughs> enough to put herself. It's right next to the skateboard that they scan yeah. to the Kinect. Yeah. You have to God. understand that it's a first edition Punk Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find those just anywhere. The original pressing. Uh, she got that at the very famous New York <laughs> Punk Rock venue. <laughs> punk Rock venue. Punk Rock venue. Well, New York Punk Rock venue. Well, what's even sadder right. is the fact that was a physical prop, which means that album exists. Yes. And oh, I really dude, want I want to buy it on eBay. <laughs> like it's got to end up in somebody's garage. And I, I can easily say strangely, <laughs> Pikmin Three is the be- was they opened up with Pikmin Three and, and it was sort of all downhill for there, with the exception of like this quick blast through the 3DS stuff, which is like, hey, look at this new Mario. It's crazy. You've never seen anything like it. Here's new Paper Mario. Who gives a shit? We gotta we gotta yeah. <laughs> keep going. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, Luigi's Mansion. Like yeah, all that stuff looks really cool and like typical Nintendo stuff and. Yeah. I would have liked to hear a little more about that. And instead, they use like three different instances to promote their URL for E3 while we were all there Mm -hmm. at one of LA's biggest theaters with all the media in the world streaming their... They'll never have more of the world's attention. Please don't plug us to your E3. E3 is two more days. People have two days to go to this URL and and pretend it's relevant. And I know every Nintendo conference is like... 
I mean, it, you know, it's not such a history, and the franchise has mean so much to so many people, myself included, obviously. I really thought Star Fox was coming. But yeah, shit. so it's like every every Nintendo conference, <sighs> every fan of every franchise is like, well, hopefully we get a new something this yeah. time. Yeah. And it seemed like, I mean, and, and I know that that's kind of naive to go in every year and think, oh, they're going to mm-hmm. announce that franchise I really want. Mm-hmm. You know, there hasn't been... You know, well, they well, we did, we did say it's a decade since since like a console Star Fox. Well, yeah, Star Fox, but the, yeah, the, the, just the bit is like I really even even I really felt like and, and I know to check that mm-hmm. you know to, to check that at the door to be like well yeah they're not gonna come out and just announce like everything you ever wanted because they sure. can do so much and also E three is not where they announce everything for the next twelve months it's just like whatever but you know it's been so long for so many franchises yes. for Nintendo and it's a new console hardware cycle and they still trot those characters out like they're, like, they're important to us yeah but but they're like they need to it's a new console so it's yeah. like I, I need to be on board from like day one as yeah. a hardcore Nintendo fan it's like I really expected to see even a, a fake trailer yeah a trailer about something new about Smash Brothers mm-hmm. which I know seems kind of outrageous but it's like well they, they already said it's happening well they already said it was happening but it's also like when they revealed the Wii in 2006 I was at the conference mm-hmm. what they did after that where they showed the trailer and revealed Snake was in it in the same night mm-hmm. in 2006 and the game didn't come out for a year and a half until early 2008 but the like, system did but the system came out like six months later mm-hmm. in 2006 so it's like Brawl had that kind of tease years before it actually came out and they mm-hmm. showed not just that there was one here's a trailer and here's Snake and it was just kind of weird, like, they didn't replicate that. And then nor did they have news on, like, you know, they mentioned Animal Crossing 3DS was coming. There was nothing on that. Uh, I assumed there would be a new F-Zero or a Star Fox or a Metroid or or something. Uh, and just as a, this is just like as a hardcore Nintendo fan, I was just kind of bummed I didn't see anything on no, any I just, of those. And then I, what just happened tonight was Reggie <clears> kind of offhandedly confirmed, oh yeah, Fire Emblem is coming over. Hmm. And it's like that game's been blown up in Japan, like Fire Emblem for 3DS. Oh no, no, and but it's, who confirmed that? Reggie. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, but they they did their they did their separate 3DS conference tonight. Yeah. That was just about the games <clears throat> that have already been announced. They elaborated on them a bit, but then they didn't show Fire Emblem and didn't announce a new game. And it was kind of like oh, and someone asked kind of like oh, so any news on Fire Emblem? And he was like, yeah, it's coming over here. Why would you even bother asking? And it's like, well, you didn't tell any, you didn't tell anyone. Like, you, you swore did anyone offhandedly ask about Earthbound Mother? Like, no. oh yeah, uh, Wii U Wear launch title. Yeah, We're gonna bring all three games, translate them, shebang. Just yeah. don't tell. Do, do not. Nobody can review yeah. it. We yeah. just don't want anybody to know this game exists. No. We're giving yeah, it yeah, just yeah. to you, the gamers. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if they gave that game away, there'd be no legal problem. Uh. There's still they still have the soundtrack to deal with. They're not selling it. Yeah, if they don't sell it, it's kind of a weird gray area. Ah. And so they can't sell it. <clears throat> wow, I, sorry. I, I think I just hit upon something that really made me think they should give away every mother game. Uh, anyway, well, that's making me think about other things. Yeah, <laughs> we'll stop it, sweetie. Because you had a, your, you and your company can celebrate a victory by having your characters pop up in the latest Disney film, Wreck It Ralph. I know, I saw that. That, that looked fucking awesome. It just I never, I, but I, ne- I never thought of Zangief as a villain. In the Street Fighter movie with Van Damme, he was. He was a he was the nice villain though, right? At the end, yeah. he turned good. Yeah, and he, he still he, got he into the because what about he the, doesn't realize that he's working for the bad guy, and that the, he's not getting paid for it. What about the he animated movie? <laughs> Say what? My not favorite the animated one, movie. I think I'm mixing the. T- uh, uh, the, the line I took from that movie somehow my yeah. whole life is Sagat saying. Severance pay and throwing the bison dollars <laughs> around. Man. Oh, hi. Somebody getting iPhone messages. 
No, it's Anne. Anne wants Anne Lewis wants to come and be on the show. And to that I say, too late, bitch. You want to go to the IGM party? You're dead to me. I'm gonna send you a whale fart. Yeah. That's oh, you can't all laugh. That's a me and Anne inside joke. Uh, I think you sent me so one the other day. Did I? Whale fart. Uh-huh. Whale fart. Yeah. Whale fart, yeah. Yeah. You gotta get that emoji app. It's just a whale, a burst of air, and a thumbs up. Uh, I think you found the, the the title for the episode. Whale fart. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? E3. Is yeah. Yeah. No one's searching for E3. Oh, yeah. uh, laser time. E3 2012 colon. Well, what, well, fart, yeah. Well, see, okay, we, we were talking about the worst. So I get, we were talking about the worst of the Nintendo press yeah. conference, which we should talk about now. And <laughs> I, uh, it, like, I did give Sony the benefit of the doubt. You show the Wonder Book, like, people need to see how that works. Mm-hmm. We've never heard of this. It's his new product. I get it. Then Reggie's announced We Fit. We Fit you plus yeah. you, we. <laughs> and, and then. Yeah, we get it. We know we know exactly how it works. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And it's it's the longest presentation of the entire show. It's a scale. Because it's the biggest selling Wii game. So they've got to give it that appropriate amount of like hype because I know, USA like, Today, they're, that's their point of contact. I'm giving them what else is Parade Magazine going to write about? <laughs> not stupid video games. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's just, it just seems like... A, if, Let's ask Matt when I think when I think of the, pe- of the people who bought that thing under what it was sold under, that just sounds like watch five more minutes of this and just have the buyer's remorse stick in you like tiny little needles. Remember this thing you bought? My fat fucking mother bought one of those things. She doesn't use it. She's as fat as ever. She's got triple diabetes. We fit didn't help with that shit. So she's three. I, I like that the um, nice. This is very inside, but the no. I saw the day one of E three. Um, Michael's uh, poster was at the Capcom booth. Yours was there the next day, and it said, Contact Francine. Francine. <laughs> who is that's a, Henry's mother, right? I, I, Henry's I, did you, did, you re- did they, they remove like, last names? Because it was definitely Francine Gilbert. No, I just said Francine. Oh, why? You don't wanna... <laughs> Francine yeah. Gilbert has a Twitter where she only tweets things from her special little boy. He works for Nintendo. You should go. Henry's in the room above us. You should go knock on the door as if it was his mom. Henry, do you need any towels? Yes, please. He really hates it when I do What's that. What's great is he talks so loud, and the walls in here are so shitty. When I went up there to yell at him, uh, I just stood in front of the door and listened to him talk for a while. He was, he was talking so loud that I could hear, uh, like I could hear him talking. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I can actually hear him. Uh, by the way, he, yes, he had an open invite to come do this, and he refused. Aww. Blame Hank. He threatened me if I didn't leave. Okay. We Shit. Were up there for a long time for someone being threatened. I know. But yeah, about that. The, so yeah, RE6 has this, uh, it's like a missing persons wall. Oh. Um, yeah, what's RE6? Is that what you're about to ask? <laughs> no, I was like, how did you segue this into RE6? I'm like, you were good. So yeah. No, good. They're the missing persons wall. So yeah, mm-hmm. we were able to, they asked us a little ahead of time, like, hey, do you guys know anyone who we can put on this wall? Just send us a picture. And I'm like, I'll ask everyone I know. So I sent a couple emails and, you know, Carolyn's on there, Michael's mm-hmm. on there, Chris, you're on there. Um, and then other people, I think the goal is to get it to a place where you can maybe do it on site and put your own on that wall as well. Yeah, like, it should. Um, I don't know if that's actually there or not. I know it was discussed, but I don't know if it actually happened. <coughs> but so, we so got what, packs what, in between. What will so. people hear if they call those numbers? Hmm? Yeah, uh, so that one. Numbers. Call them. They're not. They're, they're not no. five five five. No, they're real. It's a real number. All right. Yeah, I just retweeted. Dave, you took a picture of mine, right? I just yes. retweeted it. So follow me and Dave on Twitter. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, I took a picture like nine hours ago. Dave did it first. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I did it. Well, I saw. 
I don't know. Day day one of E three. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then I saw his today, so I oh, very well. Very well. Uh, there's another Wiki games radar person too. or uh, if there's another person I know on there the next day I will yeah, I, said, it, I, know. I said follow at Wikipars too. Oh Jesus. Yeah. You were just plugging something and yeah. I just gave you space uh, for that? Yeah. But I would like to say uh, as far as R six goes, like it's Yeah, what are you showing? Awesome. Uh, it's a demo with the three different playable characters, Leon, Chris, and Jake, the new character mm-hmm. who's Wesker's son. Um, Wesker. Wesker. Well, I don't know why the voice actor says I, his own name. I know. <laughs> it never made any sense, but uh, we were working in a... It should be like Chris. It's a theater of the mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if I'm walking in a room, unless I want, like, specific footsteps, I would have to say my name. Right. Wesker. <gasps> Wesker. <laughs> I mean, he's like a Pokemon. <laughs> he can only say his own Wesker. Name. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. I cannot do a Wesker impression unless I'm saying Wesker. Yeah, it only, it only works. Mm. But uh, no, um, yeah, we're showing three different things, uh, three different um, demos, and uh, actually able to stream all three of them, which is kind of cool. Um, if you've been following twitch.tv slash Capcom Unity where we do all our streams. Does that, does that include the uh, level that takes place in the year 2025 with the drone helicopters? Uh, that's a different video game. Made You're, by they're right next to you. I can't, I can't distinguish this. Yeah, Activision is the loudest thing that's ever existed. Uh, the, the, <laughs> this is the one with the British zombies. The, the aforementioned gigantic television mm-hmm. uh, in 17,000 colon 2 <laughs> Uh, aspect ratio. Um, <laughs> and Dan Amrick is. And Dan he's, a, he's got the role of uh, megaphones a la yeah, Bart yeah. Simpson. Yeah. Just yelling from it. I, I do, like, I saw Dan Amrick very briefly on the show floor, and, like, uh, and you, get, you know, you get these, uh, your, your press badges, your exhibitor badges, and somebody pays either to advertise in your lanyard or the little yeah, insert yeah. in there, and Dan just sort of ripped my Persona Arena. Yeah. The Persona 4 Arena thing out and put in a critical path bookmark. Yeah, so everywhere I've gone, I've like just been plugging Dan's books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel super good. Critical speaking, path on Amazon. Speaking of which, Persona 4 Arena is pretty great. It, it looks so pretty, dude. It's really pretty, dude. I yeah, I, I, I <clears throat> they shouldn't have been allowed to do something so cool with that property with so many cool and distinct characters, mm-hmm. and to just do do a great like a, just a really really pretty 2D fighter. Don't get jealous, Elston. <laughs> You'll make more fighters. I look at Jelston. I haven't you seen it. <laughs> like, like a Felston. Like a Felston. Or a Felcher. Which you are. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but RE6 is, so like the three different campaigns are showing. We have Leon, which is, um, Leon, help. So it's, it's inside Tall Oaks, um, and it's right after he shoots the president in the face. Um, and Helena Harper's weapon is called President Partner. J. Evil. President Evil. <laughs> Um, about time we were able to make that joke. Oh. Yeah, now you just gotta have a. God, what was it? I'm too tired to think about that. How many? How many uh, reviews are gonna use that as the strap line? I wonder. Not, Not a strap line, but it'll, it'll be a subhead down there. If we find four on uh, the day the embargo lifts, then we all should just have a drink together. Yeah. We all have to meet up to celebrate President, President Evil. Evil. President Evil. <laughs> and then when they make RE seven, it can be seven of Evil. Seven. <laughs> um, and then uh, eight is Resident Eightville. Eightville. No, it was a good try. But no, so the three demos that we we stream. So it's like you you play as Leon. It, it's intentionally a little slower paced. It's in this dark building. It's after you know powers out What's... zombies infestation. Trying to get out of this building. You and Helena come across a guy who's looking for his daughter. Helena wants to get out to start figuring out what what just happened. Why all these zombies just you know. So, this outbreak just happened, and the president became a zombie. And you get more context for this in the full game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, That's what Leon like. says, "We'll make time. We're going to find this guy's daughter." So you 
stumble through this place for a while, and then you finally find his daughter. And of course, she's no, she's not doing very good. Uh, you get in an elevator. One of them becomes a zombie, attacks you. Doors open. Crap ton of zombies at the moment the, the elevator doors open. So it's at that point you actually get to see how fluid the combat is, and it's mm-hmm. weird. I said this on the stream. It's weird saying mobility and Resident Evil in the same paragraph, mm-hmm. let alone sentence. Uh, actually, should be sentence. Well, don't don't the different characters offer like sort of different they, play styles? No. Well, the play styles, yes, but they all control the same. Okay. They all have the same mobility. So like Leon can do this. Like all three characters, there's these running these melee commands on like a dedicated melee button mm-hmm. uh you can run slide slide 180 for face the other way like diehard style sliding on your back shooting i just want to see like like the way redfield slid under incredible hulk in the uh marvel's yeah. capcom ending or uh, oh, intro. very similar to that quite yeah, honestly dude. uh and there's just so much mobility and a lot of contextual stuff like when you're playing as chris like and i did this all on the stream so it's all recorded it's on twitch or youtube now so you can watch me do this uh practiced a lot to make it look cool so <laughs> That's my job. Uh, but you do things like, you know, shoot this guy in the head, he stumbles, but then you run up with Chris, and, like, Chris will just flip the guy over the railing and just throw him over. But in the next time, the, the zombie is actually... Well, in this case, they're not zombies, he's fighting the Jabo, which are uh, enemies who are infected, not 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 dissimilar to, like, RE4 or Los, uh, Los Plagas guys. Um, but instead of, like, shoot their head, giant centipede thing mm-hmm. comes out, it's... Depending on where you shoot them, they will mutate accordingly. So, like, if you blow their arm off, their arm just goes nuts, and they get crazy huge arm. Uh, and now they've got this giant melee weapon. They're tougher. The headshot doesn't mean as much anymore. But if you shot, if you shoot their legs too much, their legs blow out, and this gigantic, like, winged insect comes out, <laughs> and they just start flying away with this dead body hanging. And sometimes the body will live and keep shooting at you, and sometimes it won't. But based on where you're shooting and what you're doing, you could spawn like a shitload of these flying bugs, and mm. it's like that's bad because they eat up bullets, and like even Chris, who's loaded for bear, I was running out of ammo and had to run a lot. So it's like even though you're running across rooftops and you know you got so much mobility, and if you don't break your stride, if you just hold down run, he'll like uh, you know like when you want to go on a slide and you, mm-hmm. you could do one step at a time, but other times when you're a kid, you'll run up on the slide, like jump past the first four steps. Mm-hmm. You'll do that, and then if there's like a, a, a waist level table in the way, instead mm-hmm. of clumsily like let me walk around the table, they'll just Michael Bolt J. Fox it. across Boom. the thing and like I'm go back and. T- and there's just so much, uh, so many mobility options, and but yet uh, the, even on mobile phones. Uh, mm-hmm. no. No. But smart glass, smart, smart glass. glass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, it's just it's just really cool. So then you play the Chris. So Leon in this demo is a little slower paced, a little more like RE4 style in the sense that it's dark, it's slower, mm-hmm. it's a little more atmospheric and, and tension driven. Uh, that's the main focus of Leon's campaign. But then mm-hmm. as we showed, like with the stage demos, I think that we're showing, you see more Leon. That's maybe a bit more action. Yes, yeah. um, that's just what it looked like to me. Like but the big deal with it as well is like yeah, Chris, Jake, and uh, Leon. They all have these intertwining stories, and Jake yeah. is very like cinematic and set pieces and he's Wesker Jr. so he's actually super strong so you can take guns away and he just has all melee attacks so you can chain these combos together or like stomp a guy and stun him and then like Ric Flair him four (laughs) figure four leg lock to death (laughs) and they blow up into sparks and it's like (laughs) boom (laughs) so that's super like he's really fun to play as and you're running around also with Sherry Birkin who if you know your RE lore was in RE2 so seeing her grown up and best playable character in that game Cherry? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also cool because they both have this shared history of like being tampered with yeah. and, and something going on with them. So, But what's cool about another gameplay element is like this crossover gameplay in, in that 
each of these campaigns for each of these characters, you can play them in any order at any time. So, like, if you want to start Leon, you play through several hours of that and decide, I actually want to go play Chris now, you can go play Chris's campaign and resume Leon wherever you were. If you want to go all the way through Leon and not touch the other one, you can't. What? Yeah, they're all separate campaigns. Wow. It's, it's not crisscrossing, like, play Leon Chapter 1, play Chris Chapter 2. Leon has a story, Chris has a story, Jake has a story. Because if you don't do them all, you're missing out on something. Well, why would you not do them I all? I know, I know. <laughs> I don't understand that. I bought this game, but I don't I bought this fighting, fighting game, but I am not playing any more than one character. I can think of why. <laughs> Knuckles and Sonic Adventure 2. Well, I wanted nothing to do with his campaigns, but I could not. Uh, yeah. Well, this is not Sonic Adventure 2, I can say that. Wow, holy shit, I think we just... I don't want to go out I was not here. trying to pull gotcha journalism, that's but I think that's, that's right the there. quote. This that's is not Sonic Adventure List of things, this is not very long. That's going to go up on Ars Technica <laughs> This tomorrow. is not a table. <laughs> <laughs> the hell you say. The hell. Capcom employee denies it being a table. Denies any involvement with Sonic Adventure 2 battle <laughs> for GameCube. <laughs> but, but, no, uh, but the other cool thing is this crossover gameplay. So when you do play Leon's story, and you see this in the trailer that came out. I don't know if you guys saw on the Xbox, uh, that, well, they showed the trailer. They showed the part with the, the airliner crashing yeah. and the zombies on the airplane. On plane. Yeah. And like Leon stumbling around, which looked so damn cool. Yeah. Um, and then you crash, and you'll see that Leon and Helena Harper actually run into Jake and Sherry, and it's like, oh, well, actually, there's a lot of these moments where the whole game is two-player yeah. co-op, uh, or not, depending on how you want to do that. Um, but then you'll run into Chris and Piers Nivens, or Jake and Sherry Birkin. But never one of the like. It has to be those two characters. Those two characters experience <clears throat> the same things. You can't pick who your co-op partner is. No, the co-op partners are set because their stories are intertwined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Leon is always with Helena because sure. I mean, they all start in different places. Sure, sure, sure. But the point is, like, you'll you'll run into these characters, and at that moment, the game actually becomes four-player co-op uh-huh. in the same point, in the same game, in the same save data. So, like, if you both happen to have been playing concurrently, or you time it right and you coordinate with your friends, or maybe you just have like open drop-in anyone yeah. can come in my game, whatever. Uh, at that moment, it's actually four player. It's this big set piece where like all four of those characters in the same place at the same time. That's pretty awesome. Wait, so that, by that token, can it become six? That one? I don't know. I asked. Uh, it seems like it could, but as far as I know, only four. As far as I know, that's as far but as it goes. done six-player co-op, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, but, but the point of that is also, um, so there, there's two things here. Man, you are good. One yeah. is, well, this is like, I get to talk about a really yeah. cool game, so I'm excited. Like, uh. Um, uh, so one is that when you meet up with these characters, it's cool because you see, oh, there's, there's Chris. Or Thank there's, you. shut up. And there's, there's Jake. <laughs> What were they doing to get here? Well, when I beat Leon's campaign, I'll go back and now I'll play Jake's. I play Jake's, and I don't know when I'm actually going to bump into Leon, but at some point, I'll round the corner, and there's Leon, and now I know why Jake was in the same place at the same time, because mm-hmm. these are all intertwined. These, there's three separate campaigns, but they weave, so you get to see that. But then also, if you go play as the other character, so like, example, in the Chris demo, we have Chris and Piers Nivens, who's a fellow BSAA uh, dude, I will say the person so, the person playing is Piers uh, in that case. Um, well, same thing with Sherry. Same thing with uh, <coughs> Helena. You take divergent paths, so like you'll uh, the experience will be a little bit different even when you're doing co-op in the same campaign. Like Sherry gets thrown up, you know, Wesker will not Wesker, uh, Jake Scared. will uh, toss up Jake Sherry up, or in this case, Chris fall, you know, this missile blows up this thing they're crawling on, and uh, Chris has to go hand over hand across this pole to get mm-hmm. out of danger. Meanwhile. He can't shoot, he can't do anything, he's totally vulnerable, but Piers is on the other side. Player two can actually be shooting and covering him, and there's a shit ton of things coming at him, so there's a little mm. bit, a lot of tension that, like, you're at the mercy of your friend uh, doing good. 
but then at that that whole time, like you're, you're doing two separate things, and uh, so the gameplay variety there, it's like it's not just three different campaigns; it's also three different storylines that interweave, and then also go back and play through as the co-op character, um, you know, join someone else's game and play as that secondary character. There's just so much content in this game that's that's nuts. You are good. You wanted to do yeah. something. Uh, yeah, uh, you are good about Pierce. I was not sold on him as Chris's partner. Get out. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. bear with me. I wasn't originally because, just because, like, in demos that I'd done beforehand, they said, something's going to happen with Pierce that shapes Chris. I'm like, well, that means he probably dies. You know, I have to talk about that, whether that happens or not. But his scene, which I'm sure that you can watch on your stream, where he encounters... Yeah, in in that bar. Yeah, the bar scene. I loved that scene. Mm -hmm. That was such a great, like... Action movie scene where he's trying to recruit. He's trying Chris. to. Yeah, he's trying to get Chris back in the world, basically. Yeah, and then once Chris agrees, everybody in the bar stands up and they're part of his squad. Yeah, yeah. that was that was epic, and yeah. like that, like I was Chris. I was worried about his part of the game mm-hmm. because I liked five, but I didn't love five. But I loved that scene, and like that just drove me into his part of the demo with like, oh, I like I've got a squad with me, yeah. and. Yeah, and that's awesome. how Chris's demo begins. Yeah, he because the Chris thing is like you know he's kind of a reluctant hero in that he doesn't he doesn't like the escalation that's going on. Like, yeah. But something in our at the point of RE six begins, something has happened in his past that's made him just kind of drop off the face of the earth. Okay. And the game reveals what that was, and the trailers allude to you know he lost a bunch of men because of Ada. Mm-hmm. Um, so the details of that are kind of revealed. But the, the loss to him was so devastating. He's just like I can't do this anymore. I can't constantly be saving the world and people dying around me. But then global outbreak happens. Pierce is mm-hmm. like, we have to get Chris back in. He's the, you know, he's the expert on this. So then you get Chris, and uh, you, it's just kind of like he's not just a balls to the wall action hero. Like he's got a lot of like, he knows not supposed to be here today. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but there's there's just a lot of stuff. Like R six, you can talk for forever, and I've played the same Apparently. demo like ten times. I've literally <laughs> played like. Dozens oh wait, the of demo times. comes out like in like three weeks. In right? July. For, yeah. X, for Xbox Dragon's Dogma. Owners. Yeah, for dra- Dragon's Dogma. So go buy Dragon's Dogma. Just to get a demo. No, it's a I, I want to play Dragon's Dogma. It's like. actually, like, it's one of those games that I, 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 I saw fully some... understand the challenge of reviewing it. Yeah, yeah, Because as a reviewer, yeah. I, would be ch- I would be tough. No, but I saw a website devoted to just pawns. Your pawns of... Um... Well, yeah, the pawns is all kinds of stuff going on there. I know, but, but like, somebody... There's a website where people are submitting their pawns. Oh, and yeah, it makes yeah. me feel like I'm missing out on something. It's, like... just, it's just cool. Like, it's, you know, it's... It's a it's a grab bag of like other you know ideas that other games do, but it has that. If a friend works there, you can just uh, it has that copy. It has that little you know that other extra little Capcom magic dust that and that makes the combat really fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it just that that world fun to run around in, and then upgrading these characters and finding out all these little tricks you can do. Like that's what Capcom games are all about is those little tricks. Okay, I cannot let you get away with talking about Dragon's Dogma during our E3 podcast. Dragon's Dogma, available Stop now. Stop it. 60 PS3. How did this happen? Don't buy it. It's totally not bad. How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I is... say that only because it's I was say... excited about new IP in year six of a conference. And the worst thing about Nintendo's press conference was <laughs> Nintendo Life. Resident there. Evil 6, everyone. There. Uh, we, Nintendo we Life. PlayStation Home for Nintendo, yeah. but they'll probably charge you $50 for it. <laughs> 60 uh, They're on next gen, though, Oh, buddy. goodness Uh-oh. gracious. Uh, I don't know that. I okay, what color is the box going to be? I think they're going to stick with white. You think so? Yeah, probably. Well, white with blue tinges, because... I don't know. You, like, seriously, you, you go, you go to, like, your local Best Buy, uh... 
sponsor of your oh, man on the floor. Yeah, blue yeah, and yellow yeah. boxes. I can't do it as well as you can, but like wearing I, the yellow shirt looks good. Yeah, the yellow shirt is a yellow shirt, blue jeans. Yeah. Oh, wow. Actually, wear the shirt. You are goofball. I don't own any other color of jeans. You are goofball two thousand Wolverine over there. Look, you're yellow and you're blue. <laughs> Tell me to take it off. Take it off. I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, Nintendo Land is stupid. And uh, we will leave you. This has been uh, Laser Times E3 special. I hope it was okay. You guys donated some money for this to happen. Uh, thank you, everybody, for making it happen. Um, especially everybody in this, this super hot room in Chinatown. Um, I really appreciate that. And uh, we'll be back next Monday with a new episode. That might not, you know. I also can give a shout out to the pre- prior episode with my friend Matt on it about game development. Lost so Decade Games. If you're, com. Listen, if you're listening to this one because it said E3 on it, go listen to Monday's uh, prior, uh, prior episode just about like how you might get into any game development yourself. Seriously, about how Matt sort of said like how he he got from like well, I started programming stuff, figured out how to make a game. Start a little game company with my friends and like <coughs> tells you how to make a game. Yeah, yeah. I know people who can make games now. Do you wish you knew someone who could make games? Or maybe you can be that person. Yep. Interesting. Love you, Matt. Laser time. Bye. 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 Yeah.